No mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka, welcome to the panel on RNZ National, Wallace Chapman with you. The surprise Hamas attack on Israel death toll rises to more than 1,100. The Security Council has met on this issue, they've acknowledged this is a game-changing moment, that just after four. Also today, just six days to go to the New Zealand general election. What do we need to know? What if there is a hung parliament, a second election? We discussed that also. And what are businesses wanting to get out of the government post-election? What will they be wanting in the first 100 days? That today. And I thought I would come back to this today because there were many responses to Raven Can on Friday and his morbid fear of Swing bridges. So, our question today, what phobia do you have? Acrophobia, what is a fear of heights? Claustrophobia, fear of closed spaces. What about glossophobia, which is a fear of public speaking? I'd love to hear from you today. Text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With us today, broadcaster Lana Searle. Kia ora, Lana. Good to have you here. Oh, kia ora, Wallace. How are you? I am very, very well. Thank you. Very good indeed. And with us, Professor of Chemistry, Alan Blackburn. Kia ora, Alan. Hey, kia ora, Wallace. Do you have a phobia? Oh, yes. You do? Oh, yeah. I think everyone does, don't they? Well, I can't wait to hear yours. (laughs) 25 past four, the panel. Yeah. Now to this, though. What film really did put the heebie-jeebies up here? A film so scary, you thought, I can't do this. For me... It was The Exorcist from the early 70s. Well, yeah, exactly. 50 years later, it has returned this week. The original adaptation of William Peter Blatty's novel came out, and that was absolutely chilling. Well, this one out this week is called The Exorcist Believer. It's been touted as a sequel. We thought we'd run over it with film and TV reviewer Brooks Alexander. Kia ora, Brooks. Hey guys, how's it going? Well, I understand that you watched the latest Exorcist and you watched the first one the night before. How did I they did. compare? Uh, well, I unfortunately don't have many good things to say about the reboot. <laughs> uh, maybe it was harmed by watching the original uh, the night before, uh, but I feel like the team who made uh, The Exorcist Believer had a fundamental misunderstanding of what made the original so impactful uh, and basically got everything possible wrong. Uh, oh. So that it's a night and day difference between the two, unfortunately. Okay, so it's that bad. Um, I would like to know, I was thinking about this, what made the original so impactful? Because this is, you know, pre the days of high in special effects, but even going back and watching it now, uh, Brooks, there's something, there is a quality about that film which is absolutely spine-tingling. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. I, I, I literally only watched it for the first time about a week ago. Oh, really? And it's a 50-year-old it's a movie, and it, it, it still uh, rattled me to my core. I couldn't Ooh. believe how disturbing it was. I think partly because of how pedestrian the first half is and how, how, how realistic much of it is filmed. Uh, oh. It's almost like a slow-burn family drama, and they just ramp up the scares so effectively uh, that they, they, they still manage. Even though you're, it's called The Exorcist and you're expecting an exorcism, it still sort of knocks you for a loop <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and there's this question in the first half of, is she crazy? Is this just, you know, puberty g- gone wild? Yeah. 
uh, or is this something worse? And oh, it plays with that really that effectively. That is such a good point. It's a slow burn as opposed to films today. Um, the killing happens in the 30 seconds and then they unravel. Lana, have you seen the first version? I saw it a long time ago yeah. and I was happy to leave it there. That's right. And, and now <laughs> I wonder <laughs> I wonder if I went back, would it be worse but in a scary way because it's older? You know how some mm. nostalgia movies, if you go if you go far back, like the original Willy Wonka to me is actually now quite traumatizing. <laughs> There's something about that main character, was it Gene Wilder, just something just something a little freaky there. So I think the older that original Willy Wonka is terrifying, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just talking about know. it makes me go all sweaty, it's sweaty and clammy. It's, there's something about it, eh, Alan? Yeah, I've got to admit I've never seen The Exorcist. Um, you know, I wasn't old enough to see it when it came out. So, um, but one thing I do know about it is the fabulous music, so Tubular Bells by Mike Oldfield. Um, yeah, yeah. So. You know, that would certainly add to the uh, atmosphere, I guess. But given that this is a 50-year-old horror movie, there was another 50-year-old horror movie or another horror movie that I have seen that was released in 73 that just scared me senseless. What was that? The Wicker Man. And if you haven't seen The Wicker Man, oh my goodness, get out there and watch it. it Legendary. Is, wow, oh, I need to see that. It, oh gosh, if you haven't seen that, you need to see that. The that Wicker will, Man. Yeah, okay. yeah, that I is... can see the poster now, that's right. Well, you're, you're, the, you're, you're the reviewer, uh, Brooks. Uh, are there a, a top two or top three films that really did, you know, frighten you to bits? Uh, the last few years, um, it would have to be uh, Hereditary, which came out a few years ago. That one really got to me because it starts, just like The Exorcist, starts in a place of reality with this horrific family tragedy that could happen to anyone. And then from there, it spirals out into the supernatural. Uh, and that that really, really unsettled me. Uh, I really enjoyed It Follows, uh, which is about... Uh, a demon that constantly stalks you, but only at a walking pace. So you can oh, theoretically yeah. stay ahead of it your entire <laughs> life, but you have to be constantly on the move. And the only way to pass it on is through sleeping with someone. So it's an oh. STD demon, and I'll leave it at that. Um, Are you just making this and- up? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is, this is my this is my fantasy. <laughs> what about you? That, that was really Marianne says, I really liked um, Sinister keep- as well. Oh, yeah. Marianne says, I watched The Exorcist when 13 years old at a midnight viewing. Oh. I couldn't oh. sleep for weeks. Yep. I've never watched a horror movie since, and I'm 65 years old. Uh, Lana, is there a movie that's really... Uh, in the in the in the stratosphere yeah. in terms of the chills for you, it's just, the entire movie of Jeepers Creepers was quite lame. But there was one particular scene that I remember where someone looks in the rearview uh, mirror of their vehicle and this old, really scary, dauntingly—I'm not going to use a far north term here—paru truck is following the car but getting closer and closer and they don't know who's driving in it and it just approaches in the rear view mirror and it's just so daunting it's kind of that whole someone's chasing you up the stairs at nighttime feeling <laughs> where you need to lift your feet up the stairs even faster and i'll just the rest of the movie was probably lame but that one scene Gosh. at the start was enough to make me never want to see see it ever again yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, someone says Wicker Man is terrifying, but yes. the original, not the terrible yeah, no, remake. not the Nicolas Cage remake, for uh, goodness sake. No. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Oh, dear. 
Yeah, there's there's something there's something about how it must be human psychology, Brooks, that we love to be scared towards her because they keep coming out. A hundred percent. Maybe I'm just desensitized, and I don't think I am. But it is it is remarkable that a 50 year old movie could be 10 times as powerful as something releasing in 2023. There are scenes in the original that I literally cannot describe on live radio. Uh, and that's, that's a movie that came out in 1973. I believe the, this new one just, it doesn't hold a candle, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think what most people forget is that the original movie is not actually about the girl. It's about uh, everyone around her. It's about the priest struggling with his faith. Absolutely. It's about the mother struggling with her daughter growing, her child growing up into something that she doesn't recognize. Uh, and that's just something that this this new movie completely forgets about. It's just about the head spinning and the vomit. Uh, and it's not disturbing. <laughs> it's not scary. And it's not entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> really great analysis. Really great analysis, Brooks. It's, it's, it's that reminder, eh? it's that slow burn. You're wondering, what's this, what's this about next minute? Whew, here we go. Uh, very good, Brooks. Kia ora. Uh, that's a film and TV review of Brooks Alexander and, uh, on what he thinks about the latest uh, iteration of The Exorcist. Also, Mother was a fantastic, disturbing movie. Quite violent, however. Uh, by the way, your phobias are coming through, and I have to check this. Is this actually a phobia? Someone says my phobia is sunflower centers of black clustered seeds. Mm-hmm. There is oh, a yeah, thumbs I've, up from my producer. Yeah. That sounds really frightening. Like the trypophobia. Or yes, exactly. I have trypophobia. Says someone, which is triggered. By sunflower centers and crumpets, bla- I think it's a, sort of symmetrical shapes or something. I think I think it's a yeah, it's a thing. Yes, is there a crumpet phobia, Lana? Yeah, I think it's. I've got a friend who she can't have crumpets, which is terrible. But it's it's because of the, what she sees and those textures, and she mm. can't deal with it. It's yeah. Yeah. If you have an absolute fear of crumpets. Text me to we, one we shouldn't laugh, zero. But it's a, no, no. You know, yes, yeah, well, um, uh, uh, Kiara Wallace. I have a fear of chickens, which is called electrophobia. I like eating them, but can't be around loose chickens. So, what is your phobia? That's today two one zero one. All right, uh, Lana Searle. I've been thinking. Yeah, look, I've been thinking uh, with this Rugby World Cup on at the moment and the amazing win. Did you see it this morning? Portugal, Fiji, just. Just phenomenal um, for Portugal. It made me realise that perhaps what we need to be doing to make the game of rugby a little bit more exciting because it's been getting a little a little stale of late yes. or a little more conservative and, and not too much ch- uh, not too much change has been happening while everything is moving around it. I've been thinking perhaps what we actually need to do for a side like Portugal to grow the game even further is to play against <coughs> them just during a normal season. <laughs> Why are we not even sending like a an All Blacks team to play there on the way back from somewhere else even? Mm-hmm. I just think the flair. I mean, they've got the behemoth game of football or soccer mm-hmm. in, that, in that nation, so it's never probably going to make it up to the top tier. But the flair that they add as a, as a culture and a people, I think that's what we need in rugby. So I just hope that's something that NZR will look at in the future because what we saw today after a one-point win, you could have thought they honestly won the World Cup this morning. Mm, mm-hmm. grow, the gra- grow the game, bring the flair, uh, and um, yeah, uh, bring in the countries like Portugal. Eh? Kia yeah. Yeah, no, That's fantastic. All right. Uh, Alan Blackman, I've been thinking. Okay, so um, we're one week into the election. Um, so early voting started last Monday, and my question is why? Do we have early voting? Um, 
I mean, as as current events are showing, things can happen just uh, out of the blue, and uh, that could, in fact, change your whole idea of who it is that you're going to be voting for. So why um, why have this early voting thing? Um, and given that, and given the fact that we're meant to have this particular one voting flexibility, day, oh, no, no, but we've got special votes for, for flexibility. You know, if you if you need, if you're going to be away or whatever, you've got the special voting. But we're not allowed to have political advertising on the supposed election day, which is Saturday. Why then are we allowed election advertising in the two weeks leading up to the supposed election when people are voting? And at last count, yeah. there's over about six or seven hundred thousand people who have already voted. So, um, surely we can just organise as a nation to get down to the polling booth on one day every three years. How old, school, how old school of you? <laughs> how old school? <laughs> you're you're yeah, the bunting, but, yeah. the brass band. Okay, call me old, Wallace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who agrees with uh, Alan Blackman? Uh, you want the bunting, the brass band, the lamingtons, and vote on one day. Yeah, the lamingtons. Oh, lamingtons, yes. I'm, I'm in for lamingtons, definitely, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, very good. Um, yeah, uh, trypophobia, anything with holes, makes me extremely uncomfortable. Mm. I can't look at lotus pods. I'm not afraid I just run. When I yeah. see things with holes, mm. apparently something to do with being hardwired against disease. Very interesting. All right, you're on the panel. We talk phobias this afternoon. What is your phobia? What's your story? Text me 2101. The panel on RNZ National.